Hello, dear listener. It's me, Adeline, your Dungeon Master. I just wanted to give you a heads up that this episode is going to start off a bit differently thanks to a little whoopsie I made where I ended up losing the recording for the first bit of this session, but eh, what are you going to do? It's an L I'm going to live with forever. But to make up for it, we here at Titty Squad Productions have taken it upon ourselves to draft a teeny tiny audio play version of the bit of missing session. I hope this is going to be acceptable and maybe even a little delectable. Uh, sorry again for the mishap. We're all still pretty new to this whole podcasting thing, but we're more than happy to keep trying to make something fun and quality for you. Anyways, that's enough from me. On to the show. Previously on Tales from the Emerian Vale. I am a ghost. I woke up. And now I just go this direction. I'm Bowie My bosom as well it is rather exposed to these elements. Sophia Smith. She's dressed in well clothing, and trailing beside her is her wolf, SJ. So I am Sherry, and I'm Sherry of Grip. I'm our broken, uh, hermit. Hermit? <laughs> Monk. As you pursue this man into the forest, uh, you follow his route as best as you can. You come into a perfectly circular forest clearing with one chopped tree that has a hollow basin in the center of its uh, trunk. As you investigate the stump again, you hear a familiar voice call out to you. Son, would you like to tell me what you think you're doing here? Stunned by the unexpected voice ringing in his ears, Bo McGuffin finds himself unable to react for what felt like eons, but was truly just a matter of seconds. Breaking the silence, Bo shudders. You... you aren't here. Stealing his nerves, he straightens out and exclaims, You aren't real! You're not here! The being taking the shape of the MacGuffin matriarch, Peiji, scoffs at the insinuation that she is nothing but a facsimile of the real thing. Nonsense, she coldly assures. I'm as real as that silly little mask you wear to cover up your disgraceful little accident. Readjusting her stance so that she may look down upon her supposed kin, the shape of Peiji spits forth her icy declaration. I've heard enough of your childish complaints, son and I won't hear another word. You are to accompany me to Illustria promptly. We've business to discuss. Accompany you? No! You're the one who sent me away to begin with! Why would you make me come back? Overwhelmed with emotion, Bo finds himself in a heated debate with the imitation of his mother before succumbing to the intensity of his own feelings. Despite his knowledge of the situation at hand and the apparent danger of laying hands on whatever it is before him, he lunges at his supposed mother, grabbing her by the shoulders in a fleeting moment of anger, confusion, and desperation. Then, all at once, his body becomes heavy and his mind weary as he too succumbs to the slumber-inducing spell placed upon his companion, Sophia. Oh, fuck. He whispers before crumbling to the forest floor and slumbering away. Shocked at the events that have just occurred before them, Sherry exclaims, Oh! before attempting to rush over to their ally. They are stopped short, however, by Zangio, with a firm grasp on their shoulder. With a solemn shake of the head, 
Zangio signals to Sherry to stand at the ready as he prepares himself for the situation at hand. Now knowing things are amiss, Zangio clasps his holy talisman firmly within his steeled mitts and whispers an incantation in a language known only to himself. Now shielded by his casting of protection from good and evil, Zangio approaches the hollow stump where his companions lie. He investigates the hollowed-out space within the felled tree closer, and discovers the true source of the magic that befells his comrades. To his surprise, it is not but a simple seedling of a maple tree, an acorn enchanted with fey magic. Without hesitation, Zangio retrieves the object and resolves to crush it in his grasp. As his palm begins to close around the acorn, a whispery, weary voice cries out, Stop! It is but for an instant that Zangio's actions halt, as he signals for whatever lies in wait to reveal themselves. As he does so, a shape that is uncannily similar to that of the portly fellow from the tavern emerges from the reverse side of the hollow stump, seemingly out of thin air, despite the impossibility. The figure that emerges, however, is not that of a man, but rather a woodland creature, most similar to that of a raccoon that stands atop its hind legs, dressed in garments that are ill-fitting for anything besides lounging in the lap of luxury. Stop, stop, there's a... no need for that, the creature pleads, outstretching a hand in a vain attempt to retrieve the seed in Zangio's possession. May I... have that? The creature inquires. Zangio shakes his head before beckoning Shuri over to his side. As Shuri approaches, Zangio readies his polearm, when his avian companion arrives at his side, curious to the identity of this new creature, Zangio gestures for them to speak on his behalf. Did you, uh, do this to our companions? Sherry states quizzically. The creature speaks. Yes, but for good reason. You are all sticking your noses where they should not be. Now, would you be so kind as to instruct your companion to return what is mine? Zangio looks at Sherry and shakes his head once more before glaring down at their slumbering companions. Oh, right! Sherry exclaims. Can you wake our friends up, please? Will you be leaving? The creature asks hurriedly, growing ever impatient with Zangio's behavior. Well, we can't leave if they're asleep, so... They trail off. Fine. The creature grumbles before waving his hand about in a mannerism not unlike that of a spellcaster. Thus, with this motion, the spell upon Sophia and Bo is released, and they rise from their slumber with a snort and grumble respectively. Slowly rising to his feet, Bo spits. Ugh, rude. After dusting himself off and helping Sophia up, the two are brought up to speed with their current situation by Sherry before they begin questioning the small creature standing at Zangio's feet, staring at the armored man's hand raised far above his head. This is not your place to be, the creature responds to their incessant inquiries. You are not to follow, you are to stay away while I observe to ensure that you do not follow. Yet like crazy people that you are, you follow. Well, maybe you shouldn't stand around and be weird and creepy. Sophia chirps angrily, still rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. Regardless, it is done. You are waking and are to leave this place. I am to have my possession now, if you please, the creature insists. Before anyone can speak any further, another voice, nosy and peculiar, chimes in. 
Now, now, Ember, do not be like that. As our party's gaze scans across their surroundings, another woodland creature, fox-like in shape, seemingly appears out of thin air. We need outside help, and you know it, the creature pointedly states before extending a hand outwards. <clears throat> you may call me Yarrow. May I have your names? Uh, well, you may call me Bo. The wizard declares, pushing forward to speak on his companion's behalf, knowing his silver tongue will prove useful for communicating with the fae. Ah, a smart one, I see. Yes, yes, I'm brilliant. Now get on with it. What's this about outside help? He snappily responds. Ah, yes. You see, we are dying. This is quite abnormal, if you do not know. We fae do not simply die. That is for you to do. However, something, and nay, someone, has changed. Jericho. Ember mutters under his breath, growing more anxious each second he is in this situation. Jericho? Sophia echoes. Yes, yes, Jericho is what he calls himself now. You see, he is death to us, and as we two are all that is, we simply are not fit to stop him. That is why, he stopped short for a moment, turning to face Bo once more and extending his small hand out to him, we need to form a contract with you. Bo, Sherry, and Sophia murmur amongst themselves as they deliberate over the safety of such a proposition. As this carries on for some time, Zangio begins to act. Deeming the behavior of the Fey Ember to be a slight against himself, Zangio sets forth to act upon the tenets of his oath. In an effort to douse the flames of hope, Zangio crushes the enchanted acorn without hesitation. This action sets Ember off, who begins to shriek at Zangio before cursing him out with all of his might. Grovel! Zangio demands in his ancient and forgotten tongue, readying his halberd for a cleaving attack threatening Ember with his might. Upon hearing the ancient language, Ember snickers with glee. Oh, you are an old one, aren't you? You should know better then. Seeing Ember's refusal to submit, Zangio swings his halberd downward, just as Sherry makes a diving leap towards the pair. In an instant, Sherry manages to nimbly dodge Zangio's strike and scoop Ember into their arms. It is then that the Fae's punishment takes place. The impact of Shuri slamming into Ember and tumbling through the clearing with him results in what would be negligible harm. However, Shuri and Ember are not the only ones who are at the mercy of pain. Zangio finds himself hurting as well. However, the pain he feels is nearly tenfold of whatever Ember feels. It is a crushing blow all over each time the pair rolls that Zangio endures. The pain is so deep, it almost feels as if it is upon his very soul. All in the clearing are able to see the effects of Zangio's behavior, as with each tumble taken, Zangio's very body begins to dent and become misshapen. It is not until a deal is made between the pair, Zangio and Ember, to trade condolences for the removal of this punishment. Zangio offers his condolences begrudgingly, which Ember eagerly accepts. He is swift with his own apology, in a way that is obviously insincere, but regardless, their contract is upheld, and the punishment is lifted. 
After gingerly mending Zangio's armor, Bo continues to fuss over the possibilities of accepting a deal with the Fae. It is then that Yarrow swiftly approaches Sherry, who has been promised one from Ember in return for protecting him. Without a shred of hesitation, Sherry accepts the deal with Yarrow and becomes entitled to a second one. As they do, Yarrow quickly scampers off, beckoning for the party to follow. The path the Fae lead our heroes down is a long and arduous one and is not without strife. On their way to their destination, the party encounters a small group of Fae husks, living corpses of what were once lively Fae, now emaciated beyond recognition, appearing sickly and disease-stricken. Swiftly, the party works together to put the poor abominations out of their misery. With their battle concluded, they move onwards. After some time, our heroes find themselves in what appears to be a large village that belongs to the Fae Folk. What once was obviously a beautiful and mystical place, teeming with natural life, seemingly untouched for ages, despite the knowledge of creatures settling amongst the flora, now appeared pallid and wretched. The natural beauty, now colorless and horrific, captures a chilling image of life at the very moment of death. Here, Yarrow further details the ongoings that have been plaguing their livelihoods. Their king, who now claims the name of Jericho, has been draining them of their life force and leaving them to rot as the undead husks that have been piling up in the village. The two fae direct the party's attention to an abnormally large tree at the back of the village, surrounded by motionless husks. As a vibrant emerald glow emerges from the ornate natural window, Zangio issues a challenge to Jericho, demanding that he face him in combat or forfeit his power. As Zangio speaks in his ancient tongue, an eye the size of the window itself peers out amongst the group. Eager to meet his new challengers face to face, Jericho launches the pile of husks blocking the entrance with a kick from his gargantuan foot. As the party enters the chambers of Jericho, they find themselves face to face with an enormous gluttonous fay gorged on the life force of the mass of fay folk outside. Before a single word is spoken, Jericho takes the last living Fayfolk in his abode and pulls him close to his own maw. It is then that his face contorts and twists into an otherworldly shape of malice and greed, and the emerald glow spills forth from his hungry eyes. As this happens, the life force of the Fay in Jericho's grasp easily slips into his gaping maw. Looking revitalized and healthier than ever before, Jericho stands up to his full height, hunching over due to a combination of the small fae home and his now altered size, and prepares himself for combat. Roll for initiative. Oh, are we rolling again? Oh, are we yeah. rolling now? Yes, we're rolling now for initiative. Poggers. I got seven. Oof. I still need to fix my stats. Uh, what are you? I got eight. I also got an eight. Do we do roll? You want me to roll? It's whoever's Who's dex, dex is, is higher. Dex is higher. Okay. Dex. What's my dex? I have 17. Okay. It's the modifier. The plus. There's a, the plus. I, oh, I know. I'm a, okay, what's yours? Mine's plus two. Mine's plus two. Also. Okay, let's just roll again. Who has the higher stat number? Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Bo's dex is 14. Mine's also 14. God fucking damn it, Cassie. <laughs> then just go in alphabetical order. Okay, that means I go first. Because B comes before S. So, is this the starting position everybody came into the room? Um, no, no, if we're going with that, it'd be more like Zangio stomped in and everyone's like back here. Zangio's a shield. Okay, well, let's make sure the minis are facing the right way too. Oh, right. 
Because there's the arrow. And then make sure you're only occupying one square. Oh, okay. And cast. So. Square, square. Cassie can have the Among Us Marine as the dog. (laughs) Here, move Sherry into a square. Because they're kind of in between two. There you go. Okay, so first up in the turn order is Sherry. It's me. It's you. Okay. Ah, brain is thinking. Brain is trying to remember. You're currently on the ground at the back of the room. Okay. And uh, Jericho, that's what his name was. Okay. Is opposite of you, um, standing significantly taller than you. If you want, you could start by rolling an investigation check for me, and I can give you some fun little information. I think that would be progress. I would like that. Well, that's a six, folks. Okay, well, it doesn't take a lot to see what appears on him as a ring, but to you would be the perfect size of headwear on his hand. I see. Hmm. Um, do I feel compelled towards this ring? Um, you feel no compulsion towards it. It is an object on him that is curiously out of place with his other garments. Okay. Have we tried the reason of this guy yet? No, we just got here. Oh, okay. He has been eating people, though. He has been eating Yeah, we walked walk into the, the first thing somebody? we saw was him picking up a squirrel and draining its life force out. And yeah. I did just threaten to raise his kingdom and called him a bitch. To be fair, he had it coming. Granted, you don't know that. I don't, yeah, I don't know that. He but knows that. He knows I called him a bitch. Again, I, also, I cannot say this enough. Man has it coming. That's true, and I did see the giant pile of bodies. So, um, I think I might try to roll, um, what do I have that... I don't want to touch him. <laughs> I don't want to get too close to him, but I guess I should probably. Well, here's the thing. You <laughs> are a I monk. I don't really have any choice. I think I will... Just fly real fast. Go, Sheree, go. I will fly go, really fast. Go. Okay. Just do what Clarence Stugood always says. Okay. And do good. So good. you're going to fly towards him? Or? I'm going to fly... How much actually is gonna, that going to be? I don't even know square is five feet, feet right? Yes. Yeah. So, which one are you? That's me. Yeah. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times five. So, that's 45 feet to get to him. 35. 35? Hey, that's exactly seven what times, your speed is. 35 times, five times seven is 35. Yeah. Five times, no? five times yes, nine you're right, you're is right. 45. Okay. No, okay. yes, you're yeah. right. I'm smooth. What? Okay. You're so, smooth playing. You go there then? I can go there because I am flying, so I do have fifty feet. So I, I, I can, I can do things. Um, yes, I will go there, and I will, um, fuck, shit. You're gonna fuck shit. <laughs> fucking shit. Um, yeah, I'm gonna use my short. Uh, do I have a short? I know I, ha- I didn't have a short sword. I had a hand axe. That's right. And what was the numbers I was using again? I think I was using this. It was a D. Okay. Sorry, I'm a little disorganized. I forgot to write down the hand axe. What are you attacking with? I am attacking with my hand axe. Okay, you would roll just a D20 for that. Poggers, right, I forgot about that. That's 19 
Um, plus attack, right? So that would be... Uh, attack bonus. Are you proficient with hand axes? Are those monk weapons? Yeah, that's all. So part you of would add your proficiency bonus okay. plus your strength modifier for hit, right? Yes. So that's a plus three. Okay, and that would be... No, that would be a plus... Because I can use dexterity for instead of strength. For is attack... Is a hand axe a finesse weapon? Monk, or is that a monk web, trait? Monk, it's a monk trait. Okay. Yes. So, yes, so that would be, uh, what was I again? Dexterity. So plus five, plus uh, seven. So that's uh, 26. Okay, so you do hit. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Okay, let me see my damage again. I just remembered I have to keep track of health points. Um, what does a hand axe use again? I can't remember. Oh, I don't have the PhD on me right now, so. Oh, it was a D6, you're right. Okay, that's a, that's a six. Plus, it's plus, uh, it's usually plus strength, isn't it? Or is it damage is 1d6? Yeah, I don't think it's plus anything. So it's just the 1d6, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plus yeah. your dex modifier. Oh, plus my dex. Okay, progress. So 1d6 plus 5. Okay, I need to write that down too. So yeah, uh, so that is, uh, 11. 11 damage. 11? Okay. So from the back of the room, you fly into the air and charge at him. Uh, are you hitting anywhere in particular, or just kind of swinging at the general mass of person that's in front of you? I think general mass. Okay, so you take a swing at him with your hand axe and deal the 11 points of damage. Yes. Um, and leave a wound on him. Next oh. up would be Jericho himself. Uh-oh, you're in you're in boring distance. Uh-oh. So the first thing Jericho is going to do is, with his massive arm, he is going to try to grab at you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Wow, dexterity partners! Okay, okay. I forgot what was uh, dexterity. Oh, it's just that, right? Is okay. it like a special move, or is it a grapple? It's a move I gave him. Okay. Saving throws. Okay, yeah. Plus plus seven, that's right. Um, so that is an eighteen. Eighteen? Yes. Okay, so you nimbly dodge the incoming attack from Jericho, but as you focus on dodging the first attack as you dodge the first attack, you manage to navigate the airspace around him. Uh I don't want to say nimbly again, because I already said nimbly, but... Skillfully? <laughs> Skillfully? You are like an aeronautics person. What? <laughs> like a trick pilot. Yeah. You're doing moves, you're doing acrobatics, um, and you manage to dodge a second swipe from his other hand. Oh, poggers. Um, next up would be Bo. Alright, so, a little reminder... Um, I do, I did cast Mage Armor in the last fight, in that last eight hours, so that should still be on me. It would yet. still be on Yes, that's still I'm, on me, so I don't have to, um... I'm not gonna sit here and magically make you say, oh, yes, by the way, Let me have is... describe my armor again. <laughs> God. Um, okay, so I am going to cast... Okay, I haven't used this move yet, so I'm kind of excited. Um, Ray of Enfeeblement. Let me look it up. Raven Feeblement, that, um, actually no, that one sucks, I'm gonna try a different one. <laughs> oh my God. Did you get it because it sounds cool? No, 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 I got it as a, as a buff spell. Mm. 
if I if I went after um, if we were not fighting a big is, thick boy, is it because it's a big fuck off monster? No, it's because he's not holding any weapons. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, fair. He is holding weapons. These guns. And then he flexes. <laughs> and then he pulls out a Glock. <laughs> Fantasy Glock. No, he flexes with one hand, pulls a Glock out with the other. Okay, we're just gonna go back to ye olde um, magic missile. Okay. So, can't beat the classics. Does anybody That's remember right. what either Amber or Yaro said? No. Yara wanted you to spare his life. Ember wanted you to end his oh, life. Oh no, I do. Remember okay, that I do. Okay. I thought you. Oh, I thought yeah. you were about to tell us. I like, thought it by was the some kind of hint bullshit in here. <laughs> right. One of them was like, "Please don't murder our king," and Zangio was like, "Fuck you." I just wanted to make sure everybody knew before we move too forward. Okay. Okay. So I don't have to roll an attack because they all hit, right? That's you're just rolling for damage. Okay. So. Let's no. see what we got. Ten damage. Are you how much do you think do you have? I have three. Or, three four. Okay. Plus two. Plus one. That's oh. seven. With three force damage per bolt. Okay. Which is ten. Three per bolt? No. One force damage per bolt. Okay. Because uh -oh. you said three per bolt. So I was about to say No, I said so three per bolt. Sorry, there was a comma there. Commas don't work in the in the language. English doesn't work. You said ten damage. Yes, ten damage. Okay. You do your somatics with your fun little hand gestures. Uh, I'm assuming you. Yes. Scrape your... scrape the missiles off my mask and do some. And just basically, I'm assuming flick them at him. Flick them at him. Little bit of little bit of uh, you know. Uh, you flick the bolts in his direction, and they fly. And he absorbs the impact in his body, um, but you can tell he is still taking damage from this. Okay. A bowl. Yeah, basically. Oh, um, I did not know I had that noise he made. <laughs> next is Sophia. All right, I think. Remember, her dog goes directly after her. Her dog has a turn. Yeah, it just can't attack unless she uses her attack. I thought she had to use her action to tell it to move. Hold on. Continue your, what you're doing. Continue what you're doing. I am going to take my arrow and I'm going to aim it at his eye. I'm going to try and blind him in one eye in hopes that he can't attack us as much. I'm not trying to kill him, just trying to blind him. Okay. It seems pretty brutal for... A. Okay, but he was sucking the life force out of people, so, like, he kind of has it coming. Okay. That's Sophia's reasoning. It's just, he's actively harming people. Okay, if you say so. That's a four. I'm assuming it misses. Yes, it misses. Damn. With a four, you don't have any modifiers. Uh, what weapon are you using? Okay, so just look at whatever numbers oh, there. So that'd be an H. Okay, so no, that's still going to miss. It's going to miss and waste past his head. Um, I'll give you a second before you do your turn thing too. And don't forget, you guys can still move around the battlefield. I forgot about your that turn. part. <laughs> I also Each turn did. you can move, um, you can do your action. If you have the ability to, you can do a bonus action. And then you have a reaction. And then you have a reaction. 
So don't forget, you can always move up to your movement. Okay. Okay. So, can I, if I'm using a bonus action to cast a spell, can I do it before I use my other crap? Nobody said you couldn't. Okay. God. Um, I'm using my bonus action to uh, use the spell Searing Smite. Uh, it's Concentrate, so... Blah, 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 blah. Um, for the next minute, so ten rounds, I get any time I make a melee attack and I hit, I can do, I do an extra one d six fire damage. Any time you make a melee attack and you hit, you get one d six fire damage. Okay. Uh huh. And the creature ignites into flames and has to make a Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes an additional one d six every turn until it puts it out. Okay. Just remind me of that when you make a successful hit. Okay. Okay. Do you want the information? I have it. Uh, yes, for Beastmaster, when it comes to, uh, SJ. It takes its turn on your initiative, doesn't take an action unless you command it to. On your turn, you can command the beast where to move, so it can do the attack, dash, disengage, dodge, or help. So it can move without you telling it to, but you have to use your action for it to do something. Okay. Okay. Uh, so if you wanted to, Sophia, real quick, you can have SJ move up to whatever its movement speed is. I think it's like 30. SJ, I think it is 30. Uh... It should say speed. Oh, it's actually 40. Okay, so each square is 5 feet. I think I'm going to have SJ stay there for the time being. I'm okay. not going to have him move the full 40 feet but yet. I do my searing smite, and then... Uh, so... As I come in and they all zoom past, I like pull the halberd down so the big pointy stabby bit is forward. Uh, my eyes begin to glow as the tip of the sp- uh, the tip of the halberd like becomes burning bright, and I just charge him and I'm gonna try and impale it. Okay, can you reach him? Uh, what is it? I have thirty. Yeah, five, 5 10, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, yep. That's enough. So you're charging him. Mm-hmm. That'd be making an attack with your halberd. Yup. Okay, go ahead and roll for. 19. 19? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that will hit... 8 damage plus... Your 1d6 from your Radiant Smite. Yep. I'm trying to get... Serious Smite, sorry. So, 8 plus 4 fire damage, and now sorry. and now he needs to make... Uh, 12 in total. He now needs to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay, Constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. 13. What's your DC? Bitch. 13. 13? Okay, it goes to attacker in a tie, right? Yeah. Okay, so what happens on the failsafe? He's now ignited, and every turn he has to make another one or take 1d6 fire damage. Okay, so he'll take every of his turn? Yes. Okay. Just double check. Every his turn he has to, he'll make a thing, he'll make a saving throw to ignite it. Okay. Are you keeping track of how many rounds your thing is going, or do you need me to keep track of it? Um, you need to keep track of it. Okay, so you have nine rounds left of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, we're back at the child of the... Or, sorry, you already illustrated that you've charged him and stabbed him with this. So, you stab him with the um, tip of your searing spear mm-hmm. and penetrate the flesh and pull it out. As you pull it back out, the wound is already cauterized from the heat of your attack. Neat. 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 <laughs> okay, so we're back at the top of the turn order with Shuri. Yay! Okay. Mm, 
I'm like, do I want to do plot stuff? Or do I want to just keep wailing on him? Why not do both? Talking is a free action. That's true. Why have you started eating people? I cannot understand why you would decide to do that. Well, usually when people start eating other people, it's because they're hungry. I'm not asking you both. The pretty one is right. I hunger for power you couldn't understand, mortal. <laughs> then why not just like... You don't understand. You don't understand is all I'm going to say because I am having trouble thinking of things on the fly. What's your thing? You already, you already have mastery over death. If mastery over death counts as not being able to die. You can't die! A thing that people spend their entire lives searching for a way not to... Oh god, goodness. Also, these were your people! You harness eternal youth. Exactly. Well, I mean, that one guy was kind of old. Well, <laughs> I guess it depends, huh? <laughs> well, maybe just because you can't die doesn't mean you can't age. Oh my yes. god, Sherry, you can't just ask people why they don't age. I'm leaving this party. <laughs> I'm kidding. So what are you going to do? Um, I guess I will whip and then... <laughs> no, I won't. Um, release these people or I will make sure you will release your hold on life. <laughs> Give me this thing. Okay. No, that was mm. so good. That was so, so good. So good at wine liners. Yeah! I use my hand ass again. I'm just picturing Sherry doing that and just... <laughs> An aggressive whip. It's fine. It's only the first 34 minutes of the game. We don't have to be good at role-playing. It's, it's, a, it's a 20 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that'll hit. Is it a 20 to hit? It's a... Was it not or not? It's, it's a it's a fifteen. It's uh fifteen, so it's plus Okay, okay so it's not a crit. Yeah. yeah. Dirty twenties don't crit. Yeah, yeah, it's not you know, I wasn't trying to crit. It was um uh oh wait, it's dexterity plus proficiency, right? So that's a twenty twenty. Even if it was just a fifteen, you would hit. Poggers. Don't worry. I'll save you some of the trouble of doing math. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, that's a three plus five, that's eight damage. Okay, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, as you bury the axe in his presumably shoulder, because I'm assuming you were flying around head height to communicate with them. Uh, yes, and I'm like been dodging around, so I'm at weird spots. Uh, he winces in pain. Oh, you see, I will never release these people. I don't care about their puny lives. All that matters is I receive what they do not any longer need. <laughs> yeah, baby! Oh, you're so poggers. I'm so fucking good at role-playing, man. Just... You couldn't begin to comprehend the lengths I need to go to to receive what I ultimately desire. And it all starts with this. <laughs> he holds up a chaos <laughs> But, um... I said that in that voice and it made me think of Sonic Adventure 2. That's my own problem to deal with. Look, Sonic Adventure 2 is in your head 24-7. Is that why his hands are open? Is it because he's gonna piss on the moon? God, <laughs> no 
Halloween's <laughs> pants are open because they're not the right size for him. They're little boy pants. He's a big boy now. It's Hulk rules. They can't break because then this would be too lewd. Yes, exactly. You, you would see his pointy, long... Look at that stick. It looks like two balls in a bong. Hey, anyway. if you don't want to talk about your bird coochie, you can't talk about his coochie neither. Anyways... As he raises his hand, you can see the shimmer of what he is wearing as a ring um, in your line of sight. Um, you can see the green gem held within its crest, I guess it would be, um, illuminate for a second. And you, can you do another investigation check for me? Yeah, I can. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, that's a nine. Nine? Uh, you feel like you can see an image forming in the swirling mass of energy in the gym, but it's kind of like that feeling when you swear you see shapes in the cloud. It's vague where you could make a guess, but you could just be seeing things. I need bird glasses. You need, you need bird, bird glasses. glasses. Um, and with that, he is going to try to grab at you once again. Can you make another dexterity Bo, saving throw, please? Bo, I have yes, an idea. I, I have an idea. Okay. We'll do this one okay. That is a six plus seven. That is thirteen. Okay. Um, goes to attacker, right? On tie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as you do... <laughs> As you bury the axe in his shoulder and he gloats about his source of power, uh, you find yourself having trouble pulling the axe free of his shoulder. And in this moment, he grabs at you okay. with his opposing arm and is now grappling you in his hand. Because I forgot grappling was a condition, but, um... Oh no, my ex-college roommate! Did you do the... Can, what? Did you... Do you need the rules for it, or what? Um... Oh shit, we have a We're gonna pull we? a little funsy uh, thing called... I'm going to... Fly by the seat You're of my fine. pants on this You have... Because I can tell you what you Because I know I would have needed right? to roll the contest. Uh -huh. yeah. I have 17. When I envisioned this move, I envisioned it as a save that you would need to dodge. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to have it inflict the grapple condition and then you can combat it afterwards the normal okay. way. Okay, okay. Right? Okay, yeah. That sound fine to you? Sure. Okay. I don't know why you're sitting here trying to approve stuff to me. You're the DM. I'm just... Well, was confused. Izzy, you are kind of the rules lawyer at the table. It's more so the rules person that knows all of the rules. In all fairness, you guys don't know a fourth of the rules. I remember what I need to know in the moment, which is not a lot. So, as he gets you in his grasp, um, you feel weak for but a moment as the life within you drains from him and drains from you sorry and flows forth into his now uh his laugh, gob his laughing gob yes he <laughs>, laughs as he drains the energy from you and you take eight points of damage and this was what i was scared about I was which like, hand it. are they in is it the it'd be the hand with the relic on it okay 
or with the ring on it. Hmm. And as he does this, you see the wound that you just left free itself of the axe, and he also heals for eight points of damage. Fuck. Um, I forgot he has multi-attack. He, while doing this, bats, try, attempts to bat you away, Zaynio. Oh boy. But, um, how do you block this attack? Describe to me. Do you just block it with your awesome might and steel body? What is he doing? Like, swinging at me? He's just swing, swatting at you like a cat, like you do at Luca. <laughs> um... I'd assume I'd just try to poke him with my stick, and then he'd be like, "Ow!" Okay, so yeah, in a similar in a similar manner to when you bat at a cat and they don't like what you're doing, you are swinging your halberd back at him, and uh, what's it called? Mm-hmm. He is not quite hitting you simply due to the fact that he doesn't want to get his hand. He's cut just up. like repelled by it. I also uh, forgot. Uh, uh, what was it? Constitution save. Yes, 1d6. Or, oh, yeah, my save is 13. Okay. Um, he has an 18 to that. Okay, so he's no longer on fire. He is no longer on fire. That's it? Yes. Okay, so now it would be both now turn. I'm sorry. Okay, so talking is free action, right? Talking is always a free action, yes. Okay, what do you want, Sophia? Just, I have to, okay. We can attack him all we want, but if he has that ring, it's not going to do anything, so we got to get his hand off. Okay. Sounds good to me, so I'm going to... I have one more spell slot for first spells, so I'm going to cast Magic Missile again, and I'm, I'm going to aim all my bolts at that little hand of his. Okay. At the hand that Sherry is in currently? Yes. Okay. Damn it, I can't, I can't stab it anymore, because you're in it. I mean, you can stab it strategically. I mean, I was going to try and lop it off. I mean, it would take a few tries. Hey, Sherry, no of... hard feelings, all right? I can take it. Two, three, six, plus three. Nine damage. Okay, nine damage. To be fair, you are kind of cushioned by the hand. I'm assuming it's a big, meaty hand. That is true. It's oh, a okay. big, meaty boy. Um, okay. okay, I was making big sure. Meat. I couldn't remember if getting attacked at all made you have to roll a constitution saving throw for concentration, but it's only if you take damage. Okay. Damn um, So I still have my flaming... No, I know. I was just... Thinking of what to say. I can't move after I attack, can I? Yes, you, you can. can move. One. Okay, you I'm can move. You have a pool of movement that can be used okay. as much as you so want. So I'm gonna move. Okay, ten. 20. Diagonals would just still be five. Oh, okay. Five. Ten. Ten. God. Fifteen. Twenty. Twenty-five. Thirty. There you go. I'll be right here. I know we probably should have been checking the range on magic missile, but I'm sure it's fine. Magic missile's range is like one twenty. Okay, so don't even worry about it then. Okay, so you fling more magic missiles at the hand that is currently grappling Sherry and deal, what was it, nine points of damage? Yes, nine points of damage. Um, you see that your uh, two of the missiles leave a little bit of bruising on the hand, but otherwise he does not flinch. Is he standing up? Is he sitting down? Is he Jabba hutting this bitch up? He is standing, but he's also hunched over. How thick are his legs? Um, Are they like trees? Small trees. Let's just go with small trees. Mm-hmm. I see. All right, like, so you sorry. could probably wrap your arms around one, but it wouldn't wrap around fully, just quite. Okay. So then it would be Sophia and SJ. 
Okay. Well, Sophia, that's the best I can do, so, um... It's okay. I have an idea. Okay. And she pulls out a dagger. I don't, I don't want to harsh your vibe, dear, but, um... Can't you just... Aren't you proficient in the bow and arrow? Okay, that is true. But if I use a dagger, I can cut his hand off. But you can... How he is very he... tall, though. You're probably, oh, like, jumping true. and shit to do it. You wouldn't need to climb him. And he is also very meaty with a tiny little dagger. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and like when you when you well, think about it like this, if you slam your hand down on a nail, you're gonna let go of whatever you're holding. That is true. Okay, that's a no idea. I am, I am still gonna move forward a bit though. So five, ten. If you 15. get too close, your range weapons won't work. Remember, it's only when you're in melee distance. Okay, okay. okay. Then you yeah, have this disadvantage. Just one melee wouldn't. No, no okay, it, so, melee okay. is literally within five feet of okay. it, unless it has like a range of ten on its swingy okay, swingy. Case, I'm going to move one more, and then just like, and then I'm going to attempt to shoot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good throw, please. So eleven plus four, that'd be fifteen. Okay, that hits. And I'm aiming directly at his hand. Okay, so is it my turn? No, it's still Sophia's turn. <laughs> Did you throw your arrow? Shoot your arrow? Oh, yeah, I need you to do damage. Or did we just all get I, I need to do confused I need by to the do fucking damage. alarm? I need to do damage. Okay. Yes. Damage. We know. Okay. I know, but... Uh, is there any added stuff to it? Dex modifier. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dex. Don't spit on my dice, please. That's four damage. Spitting on your dice. Okay. I saw you go... Um, you shoot the arrow into the back of his hand, and it gets lodged in there. Um, let me roll that. What was it? It's roll a strength versus death. Strength contest. The grappler uh, always rolls strength. The grapplee can roll sh- athletics or uh, acrobatics, depending on the higher one. Okay. Roll whichever one of those for me. Acrobatics. And your big guy would just roll athletics. Okay. Acrobatics! That's a 18 plus 7. I can't do math. 25. 25! Okay. Um, the arrow lodging itself in the hand is enough pain to make him recoil and release you, so you are no longer grappled. Oh, poggers. Okay. Release and then me. you said 4 points of damage? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice shot, Sophia! Thank you. Thank I you. only had a little bit of faith in you, but you exceeded my expectations. I like how you can make compliments sound mean. Thank you, Sophia. You're welcome, Sherry. I'm doing this for you. Are you going to have SJ move at all? Yes, I was about to say fucking, uh, what's his speed again? 40? 40, okay. SJ's a wolf, right? Yes, he's a wolf. That's okay. why I have wolf sheet. Um, okay. I was just going to tell you to keep this in mind. If you ever think it might be better to use him, he has pack tactics. Mm-hmm. So what that means is if he's like up here and he's next to a friend, he has advantage on melee. Okay. Yo, I'm gonna have him move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and I'm gonna have him stay there for a minute. Kind of have him guarding Sherry. Well, Sherry is in the air, so. He's in Sherry's general area. Okay. I'm not sure how you guard a flying. Well, he's like underneath him. Like, like okay, if a thing grabs him, like Jericho grabs Sherry again, she changes. Sestra's there to provide help. So, okay. Because, so, since all this shit is happening, you know, in like fucking five seconds, so all the 
arrow crap is happening. Zangio, right being under him, sees his thick, meaty legs and just starts as a lumberjack would to a tree. <laughs> Whacking at it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. 19. Okay, that's gonna hit. 5 plus 4. And then he has to make another constitution saving throw because I'm still... You said 4 damage? Yeah. 5 plus 4. So 9 damage. Mm-hmm. 5 physical, 4 fire. And then he has to make another constitution saving throw or take 1d6 fire. On his next turn. Well, I think on this turn too. Wait, let me make sure. I mean, he got a 21 for constitution saving. Okay, so he just doesn't catch on fire. Okay, um... Sorry. So you do the nine damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you start swinging into him like a lumberjack does to a tree, as you described, and you see him wince in pain and sort of recoil backwards just a bit. Have I made a dent yet? <laughs> I would hope not. You've left a mark, yes. I'm sorry, I don't know how fucking... Actions like that play out. It's just that's up to you as the DM to decide. Okay, well, I I don't want this to be a brutal gore fest, so. Well, I'm just trying to fucking cripple the fucker. Okay, well, you are attacking him, yes. Okay. What? What? Man, what? Why are you all self conscious? Oh my gosh. Um, we're back at the top of the turn. You have eight rounds left, by the way. Mm-hmm. Back at the top of the turn order with Sherry. Okay. Hey, is my hand axe on the ground? Can no, you have up? your hand axe. Oh, okay, Pog. Awesome. Um, well, I guess there's not really much I can do as a bird monk. Um, I'm gonna run at him again with- well, I'm gonna fly at him again with the hand axe. Okay. Yeah. Before you do that, can you do me one more investigation check? Okay. <laughs> You're so mean to me. <laughs> Trying to get my worst asking, night. You just keep asking the one person with the extremely low investigation set. Well, nobody else has said they want to investigate. I guess I haven't offered it to anybody either, but... You're just bullying Sherry. <laughs> Can't believe you're doing this. would you like to also make an investigation check as part of your last turn? I didn't ask, but... Okay. You would be close enough to see this. Okay. Sounds Investigation. Better eyes. Yes. Spells plus but three to seven. The magic in the ring with it. The magic in the ring appears the same to you as it did previously, and the swirling shapes do not uh, form anything in particular for you as well, Zandria. Okay. Okay. In so my defense for rolling low, I'm right under him. So yes, go ahead with your attack roll. I am sorry. Alright. Alright, well that is, um, let's see, uh, blah, 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 5 plus 7, uh, 18. 18 to hit? That'll yeah. hit. Puckers. Okay. Okay. 5 plus, it was, uh, yes, dex. So that is 10. Okay. So... Are you striking it anywhere in particular, or...? Um... Are you trying to cut his finger off? I kind of would like to take the hand off again, but that would put me close to it. So, again. 
question. Answer. Since I have the halberd, if I was to just sit there and try to cut his finger off, can mm-hmm. I reach with the halberd? Or is it still, like, a struggle where I'd have to, like, keep jumping up and down? And You can climb him to get to his hand, but... Okay, we're just gonna keep pulling this fucking uh, Jack and the Beanstalk thing. <laughs> For the dexterity that that would require, I don't think you could quite achieve that with a, ha- a halberd. Yeah, we'll just keep doing the Jack and the Beanstalk bullshit. Just go for his Achilles tendon. Personally, That's if right. it were me, I would leave that up to the it. character that can move freely in the air as they see fit. Okay, I will try to take off that hand. I mean, the I full hand. Well, I the think... finger would be easier with your little baby axe. <laughs> My little it? baby axe, unless I try to wrench his hand off, which I don't think is gonna happen. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go for the finger. Okay. Um, what? Can you do a strength contest for me? Yes. Strength, and then I can use uh, dexterity instead, I think. Well, it's a strength contest. Oh, right. Well, it's not going to be good anyway. It's going to be a five. Okay. It's going to be a five. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a no for me, chief. <laughs> that's not going to do it. Um, with your hand axe, you attempt to hack the finger off, but the action between with the uh, speed at which everything is moving... You can't get quite get a precise hit in to chop it, so it comes off as more of a slash, just dealing the 10 damage. Okay. So you still deal the damage, it's just you're unsuccessful in your attempt to separate the ringed finger from his arm. I'm good for taking the other fingers too, I did less to grapple me with. <laughs> um, as long as it's those big meaty digits. Oh my god. Those big meaty claws. That's right. So, as this happens, he attempts to swipe at you once more with just a regular claw attack. Okay. And is exclaiming, puny mortal, you think you can take this from me? I've found it. I've earned it. This is my body. And, uh, he misses that first attack, but I will need you to make another dexterity. But how does grappling actually work? We'll just use that. Okay, if you're doing grapple, grappler makes athletics check, grapplee makes athletics or acrobatics, whichever is higher. Okay, so go ahead and do an acrobatics check for me then. Okay. Because that's your highest, right? Yes, and I'm rolling bad. I have a 13... And every, and every turn, the grapple can roll again to try and wiggle out. Okay. So, and you didn't end up setting him on fire, right? No. Right. Oh, um, oh, so people who are grappled can still attack, but their movement is completely restricted. No, I know. I have that right here. Okay. Um, Wait, I could have been attacking, huh? Yeah. Oh, I think, I don't remember if it takes your action to wiggle, though. Oh. I think it takes your movement. Okay. Right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he does end up grappling you again. Fuck. Shit. Shit. Just like, fuck cheapers, dude. And, once again, he chortles and speaks. You thought you could stop me, but look at you. Can't even evade my grasp for two seconds. And as he says this, he squeezes the life out of you once again. And deals nine damage to you. 
You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> and you're my fucking meal, bitch. <laughs> Damn it. Oh no, and he sounded cooler. <laughs> and he heals for nine points of damage. Still attached, right? Yes. His his finger is still attached, because that's what Sherry went for. Okay. Yes, it is both. Oh my god, you're Jericho isn't the king. It's the ring, isn't it? 